go. All right. Welcome back to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. And today we are talking about college football week two. And finally, thank the Lord, NFL week one. It is so nice to have the NFL back. Uh, baseball has been kicking my ass. I'm happy to finally make money again, which we were pretty successful last year doing NFL. So excited to talk about that. Um, so we'll just jump right in it. We'll talk about a uh, little bit about college football week one. I think we were, we were fairly happy with how things went in week one. Um, Austin, what went well for you? What didn't go well for you in week one college football? Um, well, let's just start off with Friday. We had, uh, we gave up five picks on Instagram, uh, free picks that we give out every day. And we went 0-4-1, which was very frustrating because all four losses should have easily been wins. We had Illinois yeah. to win, and they had a controversial play where the guy caught the touchdown, and on his way up after completing a catch, he lost the ball, and then he got possession again, and they still didn't give him a touchdown, and they ended up losing the game because of this. Yeah. Um, that was really frustrating because that was a big money play for – I think all of us were pretty high on Illinois there that game. Yep. They didn't still bullshit. cover – um we had given out plus five plus four and a half pretty early so that still covered but if you were late to the party and you got them at plus one two or two and a half you lost because they lost by three yeah so that's another um that's why you that's why you follow the lines or you listen on sunday when i give the opening report because things change pretty drastically in the course of a few days mm -hmm. um what else virginia tech we had them to win by win margin one to 13 they led I want to say almost the entire game and old dominion scored their only touchdown of the game offensively with 20 seconds to go to take the lead. Yep. Uh, Virginia tech gave up like a third and 15 uh, or fourth and 15 old dominions backed against the wall and gave it up. That was pathetic. So that yeah. should have as well. Chase uh, Brown touchdown. We had chase Brown touchdown that day and he had yeah. four or five carries within the five and couldn't get in. Well, and, and he had 250 yards and like 30 touches and right. Yeah. Chances of not scoring and on that are not very uh, likely. Um, yeah. That was wild. What else did we have here? We had Friday. There was another one that I can't remember what the last pick was, but we should have went four Oh and one or five and Oh, it was unbelievable. Um, yeah. So that, that made me very frustrated. Um, so I just decided I have a spreadsheet with all my picks on them that I keep track of throughout the year. Cause I can't give out 40 picks every week. Just people don't have the means to um, follow everything I do. So I just, I was like, it's amazing to me how I can go 30 and 10 or something. And the five picks I give out are all losers. So I just screenshotted <laughs> the spreadsheet and I said, here's all, here's all my picks for tomorrow. Play them. And yeah. if someone took the time to place those 20, seven bets they went 21 four and two the two yeah. voids were josh downs he didn't play so 21 and four out of 25 plays that's 84 percent. that's unbelievable um so i'm really proud of that um i guess i just got to do a better job of picking the handful i give out on social media yeah uh, that, that's just luck and like you said like, like like for people like you who are placing you know 30 40 50 bets like that's just like how you gain units, but like someone following us on Instagram is not going to take the time to look at all of those bets and, you know, go through and bet every single right. one. So it's hard to, it's hard to pick out the right five to share the three to share. 
and but that that's just luck that'll that'll come uh right and i I do feel bad like if if someone placed those five bets and they put 20 bucks on all and they lost 80 dollars right and it's like i still had a phenomenal day and it's like i don't know i've i understand where the the people who follow us could be frustrated with but like i mean what do you do i can't just type out a novel every day and right yeah, it'll come. It'll come. Right. It'll, I feel like it'll even out. The regression will even out. Yeah. Hopefully we'll just be better at giving the best four or five. Yeah. But eventually, um, I plan on making it a paid subscription. So I guess that would be a perk to getting all my picks or right. some of the better picks. Um, yeah. But yeah, Saturday was amazing. Sunday and Monday, um, we did that Barstool promo. I got a, fr- a shirt for, I got a $70 shirt for like $9. So the LSU. Yeah, I'm pretty shirt. happy about that. Yeah. Yep. Um, other than that, uh, cumulatively through week zero and week one, I am uh, $4,039.56. So yeah. Football, college football season <laughs> going well. Yeah, can't be mad about that. For me, yep. uh, my college football bets for week one, I did like I did super well doing two three leg parlays, and um, I just had a, I had a bunch of like free bets to use, and I was like cashing a decent amount of them. Um, I did really bad on uh, player props, so I'm gonna have to like take a pause button on the player props and see how that goes. But at the end of the week, I was going through and counting them, and I you know I was I was profitable just from you know the things that I was hitting were like betting 25 50 on a parlay or using a free bet on a three or four leg parlay that was hitting plus 200 plus 300 odds so i'll take that i'll t- i'll be i'm happy with being profitable profitable on uh week one i forgot to mention we hit our group um parlay yep the lock parlay lock parlay yeah and we went three and one on best bets i think so yeah so five and three on best bets not terrible but hey it's above above even and uh me and you hit that parlay that I sent you. Yeah. Like yeah. early, early in the week. Yeah. Luckily we did it then because we had Illinois plus whatever, four and a half, five. Yeah. It was three and, and a half. Three, so yours pushed. Yeah. Mine pushed, but it was still, I was still happy to cash that. But, uh, but yeah. So our Instagram parlay is on like me, Nick, Austin, and Spencer's best bets. I think three of them hit. And then on our parlays that we shared, we did a, a lock parlay and a money line parlay. And the lock parlay did hit. So I will take that. That's a, a solid showing there on our Instagram. So we'll do that again this weekend. So be on the lookout for that. And actually we'll go over these in this podcast too. Yeah. So move on to week two. Yep. All right. So this week we'll just kind of go through um, some of the big games and Austin can give his thoughts on um, where he's leaning here. Or if he's got to play on any of these. So we'll just start right away. Um Big game, Alabama at Texas. What you got here? Yeah, so if you listened to my echoey um, opening line report on Sunday, I gave out Alabama minus 17. Uh, Hopefully, if you did listen, you were able to jump on this because it's now minus 20, minus 21, and it's just going to keep rising until Saturday. Yep. Um, I love this. I uh, I, I don't know how Texas stops Alabama. Uh, I think Bryce Young is going to have a field day. I have first half minus 11. I have Bama's team total of first half over 23. I, I just don't, I don't know how this rain, this train gets derailed here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about South Carolina at Arkansas? Uh, so this is a game I'm not going to bet 
I, I might do like an Arkansas money line on a parlay or something, but I don't, I, I, I watched their game versus Cincinnati over the weekend and I don't know how I can lay minus eight here. I think South Carolina is very talented all throughout. I just think it's, it's, it's too short of a line here. If it was like minus six, I would probably take it, but mm-hmm. it's a pass for me. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, interesting next game. We've got Sam Hartman returning for Wake Forest. Uh, he's their stud quarterback who was out. Um, it was a big question mark on why he was out. And we found out this week that it was blood clots. Is that right? Yeah, he had a blood clot removed. Yeah, so they're playing at Vanderbilt this week. Is And he's returning. He will play this week. Yes. What you got? What do you got in that game? So this is interesting to me because Wake Forest opened up at minus five and a half. Uh, because mm-hmm. no one knew if Hartman was going to play. And just they're, they're saying Hartman's back. It moved a full touchdown. Wow. I, I, I can't lay Wake Forest minus 13 here because their defense is still pretty suspect. And Vanderbilt, while they've played two horrible dog shit teams, they have looked good doing it. So Yeah, they killed Hawaii. I, I, there's, there's reason for me to believe that Vanderbilt will score points on Wake Forest. So I have a bet on – Wake Forest to win between one and 13 points. Um, this is just a, a light bet, something to follow. Uh, if you are betting this at home, I would just do like a sprinkle because it's like plus 170 or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I look for a lot of points to be scored. Neither team has a good defense. Um, the over could be a considerable play, but I, I don't have a play on it. Yeah, I haven't seen. Have they had, a, have they had Sam Hartman's player props come out yet? No, I have not seen him. I, I I doubt they'll put him out just because it's hard to say if he'll play the whole game or if, if he's going to play. They could just be bluffing and uh, start the other guy for now. And yeah, it's it's hard to say. Blood clots. You must got that COVID shot, that Biden shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got Mizzou at Kansas State. What do you got in this one? Uh, I think Kansas State's going to roll here. Missouri, they crushed Louisiana Tech. I, sc- I actually scored this game, but they didn't really look impressive doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So they had a lot of uh, fortunate errors by an inexperienced Louisiana Tech team that they're not going to get against Kansas State. Yeah. Even with Adrian Martinez, former Nebraska quarterback at Kansas State now, who is known to make horrible decisions, I still don't think they'll get those opportunities. And it's really hard to go into, into the Little Apple, Manhattan, Kansas, and get wins. I have Kansas State here to win between 1 and 13. They're not a powerhouse offense, but they have a great running game with Deuce Vaughn. They're going to move the chains. Missouri won't be able to stop that running attack. Um, I think Kansas State wins by probably 10 or so, 10 or 11. Uh, I really like this bet. It's actually – I got it at plus 200 on points bet. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. It's down to like 150, but I would still play it at that. I I don't see them covering two touchdowns, and I definitely don't see Missouri winning. Yeah. Nice. I like that bet. And then I we also got, like the over of 57 as well. Yeah. Uh, 330, we got Tennessee at Pitt. What do you got there? So this is another interesting line. Pitt opened as four-point favorites, and it's been bet up to seven. Uh, this is – like, Tennessee is an amazing offense, don't get me wrong. I do think they're a top 25 team. But I also think Pitt's right there as well. They, they, mm-hmm. they won a very close game against West Virginia last week. Pitt does have some holes on their defense, but their defense is significantly better than Tennessee's defense. And I do think Pitt will score. They showed that they can score on West Virginia. 
Tennessee's defense is nothing to write home about. I have Tennessee win margin here, one to 13. I got it at plus 200. It's down to plus 140. I also, I love Pitt plus seven. So if you're in like a super dog league or you need to pick an underdog for something, Pitt plus seven is probably one of my top two or three favorites of the week. Um, there's going to be a lot of points in this game. So overs, touchdowns, player props. I look for them all to go over. Nice. I'm going to pit. I'm going to pick a pit in our super dog league now. <laughs> <laughs> you could, cause my phone's dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it in the group text. <laughs> uh, four o'clock. We got Houston at Texas tech. Uh, what do you got in this one? So I actually, I, I have, as I mentioned last week, I have a lot of money on Houston futures. I think they're a really good team. They, they actually got outplayed by UTSA over the weekend, but UTSA is a top 25 team in my opinion. Uh, I, I, I got Houston here open at plus four. I think it's down to plus three or two and a half. So I got two key numbers there, which I'm happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure why everyone's so high on Texas tech. I, I, I think, I, I think Houston wins this outright, but it's going to be a tough game in state, not really rivals, but they're going to be up to play each other for sure. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of in-state rivals, we have Iowa state at Iowa. What do you got here? <laughs> uh, well, probably the best bet here is first quarter under seven and a half. Last week, <laughs> Iowa, <laughs> last week, Iowa scored seven points against uh, FCS school, South Dakota State, and they did it with two safeties and a field goal. Um, yeah. South Dakota State is number two in the FCS. They have a chance to win the national championship. They're a very good team. But if you're Iowa, and we've been following them for a few years now, they can't score the ball. No. Uh, they have an amazing defense, though, and they don't give up points. They force turnovers. Uh, Iowa State's replacing their Brock Purdy, who started three, four years. They're replacing Brees Hall, who's starting for the Jets now. So they have a lot of roster turnover. I look for this to be low scoring. I obviously can't take the under at 41 just because it's such a low under. That's yeah. All it takes is to go to overtime at three to three, and they both score two touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I've lost it like that before. Yeah. Uh, So I would do the first quarter under. But I also have a play on Iowa, 1-13 to 13 at plus 170. Let's be real. If Iowa wins, they're not winning by two touchdowns. No. Spencer so Petrus is going to go in there and throw for four touchdowns. And Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> waiting for them to put his player props out so I can take his under and yeah. take throw an interception. <laughs> nice. he, he's absolutely so bad. He's horrendous. Yeah. Uh, next game, it'll be an interesting one. 7 o'clock, we got Kentucky at Florida. Uh, two teams uh, coming off a, a good win. So what do you got here? Uh, so I did Kentucky's offense and defense for work this week. They did not impress me at all. It was 10 yeah. to 10 at halftime at home against Miami. Uh, they had a kick return for a touchdown that shouldn't have been a touchdown. The guy let go of the ball on the one yard line. Uh, they wow. reviewed it and somehow did not overturn it. It should have been a touchback because the ball rolled out the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Miami fumbled it like the very next play. So they scored two touchdowns in the span of about 20 seconds. Um, so the final score did not indicate how actually competitive the game was. Uh, like you mentioned, Florida won a very tight contested game against Utah at home. This is kind of a sandwich spot for them, a letdown spot. Uh, so usually when teams get a big win like that, they're, they're riding the high of it instead of preparing mm-hmm. like yep. they should be for their next game, which is a big test in Kentucky. I do think Florida edges is out here, but I can't, I can't lay the minus five or minus five and a half, whatever it's at now. Yeah. So I, if I would do Florida in a money line parlay, or I would do one to 13 win margin or. Yeah. That's kind of where I was leaning is having Florida in some parlays, but 
But it wouldn't shock me if Kentucky went in there and won either. Yeah, true. But their stud running back, Chris Rodriguez, he's still – his suspension's in limbo with the NCAA, so I, I doubt he plays. So if he doesn't play, that's a big advantage for Florida because they could not run the ball against Miami, Ohio last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a, a game I'm excited to pay attention to. Another one, we got USC at Stanford, which USC pretty big favorites here. But what, what do you got here? So this is one of the weirdest line movements I think I've ever seen. USC opened at minus 10 and a half. And I bet it because I thought that people would bet it up to like 14. Yeah. I, I'm very rarely just dead wrong on a line movement. USC is now eight point favorite. So I cost myself two and a half points, which. Oh, wow. In the in any line move, that's an incredible line change. So, I should have made it on Fanduel that way I could cash it out. But DraftKings a lot of the times doesn't let you, so I guess I just have to eat it. But I do like USC to cover the eight. I I know they had three pick sixes over the weekend against Rice, but that offense, the more time they spend together, all these new moving parts, the better they're gonna get. Mm-hmm. So I think USC only gets better and better as the season goes. The more acclimated they get towards each other and learning a new offense. Stanford is not a good team. I, I understand it's a, a road game and it's a rivalry, but I'm laying the points here with USC. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to recheck all the lines on that one because I USC, uh, like halftime, full-time, USC money line were stuff that I was sending in like for parlays and the odds have probably gotten better. If I don't know, I'm still sticking Double results place. plus money now. Wow. I think you sent it at minus 110. Yeah. Sweet. All right, uh, next at 10-15, we got Baylor at BYU. What you got there? So this is an amazing game. I did not have a play on this at all. I don't even have a lean. Uh, you got Baylor, who's known for their great defense, and then you have BYU, who looked phenomenal last week against South Florida. I know a lot of people had South Florida as their favorite super dog to cover 11 and a half, and they lost by like 40. Um, yeah. I think BYU – I would lean BYU, but I don't think I would pick them to cover. It would just be like a – if I'm up big on Saturday and I got some extra cash laying around for a 10-15 game, I might put 20 bucks on BYU or something. But yeah, nothing crazy here, just a fun game to watch and kind of evaluate them both moving forward. Nice. Uh, Not to mention our- the, you have the elevation in Utah, so how does Baylor handle that? True. Different. Yeah, true. In our last game on our list, uh, we got Oregon State at Fresno State. What do you like in this one? So this is another game that I'm not betting. It's too, it's a very good matchup, though. Uh, you have Fresno State, who has one of the best quarterbacks in the country, Jake Hayner. Uh, this dude's fun to watch. If you just love watching college football and you're up at 1030 on Saturday night, check this guy out because he is a stud. Um, and Oregon State, they looked very damn good against uh, Boise State last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a very balanced team. They're coached well. That'll be I – don't, I don't have any lean whatsoever on this game. That's how close I think it is, and I don't think there's wow. a net anywhere. But, yeah, both of those two late games are going to be fun to just sit back and kind of enjoy while I'm working. You'll probably live bet them. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Nice. But I, I have to, like – I have to feel the game flow to be able to live bet something. I can't just – but as far as a pregame bet here, I have no lean either way. I can see any of those teams winning those games. Yeah. Nice. All right. Let's uh, jump into some of our group picks. 
Um, where would you like to start here? Um, so each week, me, Ben, Nick, and Spencer, we do kind of like five or six picks each. And uh, we have a few that we bet as singles and then a few we do as parlays. So we're just going to give a couple here. We'll do our college football money line parlay. Uh, Nick and Spencer couldn't be with us today. Spencer took UTSA to win at Army, uh, which is a very tight line, I believe. He got UTSA at minus 110. They're now minus 130. Um, I also like this pick, but I Army's a tough matchup. After a, a big game against Houston with UTSA, that's a whole different animal that you have to prepare for with that triple option. And mm -hmm. uh, if you've ever went against a triple option in high school or middle school, you know it's a lot different than just a normal offense. Um, but I do like that pick. And Nick took Arkansas versus South Carolina, which we mentioned earlier. I, I, Arkansas should get it done at home. I like that pick as well. And I took Western Michigan at Ball State. Um, it was just hard for – we tried to keep it under minus 250 money lines. So it was between them and UAB for me. I At the end of the day, I just think Western Michigan looked better against Michigan State than Ball State did against Tennessee. Uh, both similarly good, talented teams on the road. Uh, Western Michigan looked a lot better than what I thought they would after losing so much of their offense. Yeah. Not and then I took USC and when I I don't know if you updated the odds but I have here it's minus 325 is that the updated odds or uh you can get them right now at USC is minus 300. Minus 300 there got even better. So there's our money line parlay. We got Western Michigan, UTSA, USC, and Arkansas. So this is our third money line parlay we've done as a group. We did lose the first two. We lost last week with Boston College. Um, this is my favorite one of the three, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. Nice. And then a parlay that we did win last week was our lock parlay. Uh, Want to go through those picks? Uh, a few. I don't yeah. have them down, though, so you have to. Okay, I got them. So our lock parlay uh, this week, we have Alabama. Nick picked Alabama alternate spread minus 14 at minus 205. And we just talked a little bit about that game. So Easy. know that Austin gives his stamp of approval there. Um, Spencer took Florida money line at minus, minus 225, which we talked about that game as well and how we would like to stick that on a parlay. Um, not super confident in the, the spread there, but still like Florida to win. Um, I took uh, West Virginia halftime full-time against uh, Kansas. Um, was what West Virginia did have a, a tough loss against Pitt, but that was a, a close game. Um, and then I, I can't remember who Kansas played, but at home, I like team. Yeah. At home, I like West Virginia against Kansas there. And, and then you took Virginia against Illinois at plus 10. Uh, yeah. Plus I mean, that's just insane to me. Like, I, I think Virginia is going to win the game. And even if Illinois does win, there's no way they're winning by more than 10 against an ACC. Yeah, they're not. A, I mean, they killed up Wyoming, but Wyoming's not didn't look that great. But um, Illinois is not the type of team that's going to blow, the blow up. Yeah, right. So Illinois or Virginia plus 10 at minus 200 um, alternate spread. So that's our lock parlay. We got Virginia plus 10, Florida money line, West Virginia halftime, full time. And then Alabama alternate spread minus 14. So won that last week. So I like that as well. Yep. Go ahead and place Let's get that. Those rolling. Let's get five in a row. That's right. Um, moving on. We all picked the best bet for this week. Um, 
I debated what to give out a different pick or not because I, I, my best bet is Alabama at minus 17. I gave this out on Sunday, but obviously the line has moved to 2021. 20, um, so that is, I, we've talked about this before, and I think, I think we should give the bets out that we bet them at. Yeah. If it's, it's our job to get them out when we get them. I think we're, we'll do the best job we can of that with me on the opening line report on Sundays. Um, obviously, it's not always going to happen, but th- that would be my best bet. Um, and if you don't want to bet that because it's one up three or four points, I also like Ohio plus 26 against Penn State. Nice. Um, for my best bet, I have Malik Cunningham getting a rushing touchdown at minus 115. Uh, this is something that we bet last week, and it didn't happen, but this is our redemption tour for this week. Um, yeah, I was looking at his stats last year. He was getting two touchdowns a week. Like, he was killing it. Like, so the fact that he didn't score last week, and he had chances. So yeah. we, you were showing me some of the replays of that game. He had a lot of chances to score there. I'm calling redemption at minus 115. Um, he had a – so I think he had four runs inside the seven-yard line. Um, they were all – he all easily – he was one guy to beat from scoring on all of them. So, mm-hmm. I, I look for a lot of points in this Louisville-UCF game, so I like that bet a lot as well. And and I think Syracuse, they had a great game plan for Cunningham. I don't know if UCF's going to have a great game plan on versus Louisville on a short week. Yeah. Uh, Nick's best bet, he took USC halftime full-time, which we just talked. Nick got it at minus 115, but you can now get this at um, plus odds um, on points bet. So go to double result, USC. And Spencer's is Tennessee and Pitt over 65 and a half. Uh, I believe it's up to 66 and a half now. It doesn't matter. There's going to be points in this game. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, this is the first week out of the three weeks that I've loved everyone's picks. So I think that's a good thing because in the past, last year, it seemed like when I liked everyone's picks, it seemed like we did a lot better than if – like. If, if we're sitting here arguing in our group text about why we don't like someone's pick, chances are those picks usually lose. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's – if you're all in agreement, it seems like more often than not it hits than when it doesn't. Obviously, they don't always hit, but – True. It's always a better feeling going into a week when you feel good about all the picks. Yeah. It sucks whenever you're in disagreement, then you go ahead and place it, and then that bet doesn't hit. That's like pointing fingers, like I told yeah, you. Like, I told you. <laughs> yeah, you dumb. <laughs> you, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that concludes our college football portion. Yep. We will go ahead and jump in to the NFL. Um, right now, I was looking through lines last night and today. Um, there hasn't there's not a, a lot of like bet options yet um so be looking out for some posts on instagram for uh like on saturday night or early sunday morning on some things that we're riding there but we'll kind of go through these games and just tell you what we're leaning on if there's a pick that we like in these games um we'll just go through them all because nfl i mean a lot of our listeners are going to be a big nfl fans and Potentially, a lot of our listeners are going to bet every single game. So, um, we'll just I go know through I these. Do. Yeah, Austin does. I bet you a lot do. of them. So, yeah. So, we'll just uh, go starting through with tonight, I know we're. I know we're not going to get tonight's game up in time, um, but I just want to give it just so we can go back mm-hmm. and uh, log it. I have the Rams plus three. Um, I have an insane amount of money on the Rams, not only in this game, but on the season to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, 
Super Bowl champs getting plus money at home. The Bills are missing Tredavious White. They're all pro corner. Again, yeah, that's not a guy you want to be missing when you're going against Cooper Cup. Yeah. Um, and they're starting a rookie cornerback in his first game. He's getting Cup and Allen Robinson, two of the best route runners in the league. I, I think this is the wrong side here. I think the Rams should be two and a half point favorites. Yeah, I agree. I was surprised by that line. I'm taking the Rams here. I like the DraftKings promo. The If they're up, you can take their money line. If they're up by seven at any point, it cashes. So if Rams score first, uh, take the money there. Um, yeah. 500 also, Higgins, baby. Yeah, yeah, you got a way better, way bigger uh, max bet. <laughs> I'm like limited, but. Um, they score a touchdown first at 600 bucks my way. Yeah, I also really like the FanDuel boost of, it's a each receiver to get 50 yards, and it's Cooper Cup should definitely get it. Stephon Diggs should definitely get it. And then Allen Robinson, um, it's an Allen Robinson to get 50 yards, and that's boosted to 170. Bold, bold prediction. If it doesn't hit, it's because of the Diggs. Oh, yeah. It's going, yeah. Against Ramsey. going against, yeah, Ramsey. Yeah, um, but I do like that at plus oh, 170. Yeah. You so have I'm, to bet. You have to bet that. Yep, yeah, I'm max betting that. Um. Anything else on this Bills Rams game? Nope. Excited to watch it. Excited to have football back. So we'll be watching that. Yeah, tomorrow. they gave us an amazing first game. I don't think they could have done any better. Right. True. This could. This really could be uh, the Super Bowl. This is uh, two of the top, in my opinion, top three teams. Um, add Bucks in there for like Super Bowl contention. So and and they've done an amazing job the last four or five years of giving us first. Great like last year, the Bucks uh versus the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That was an amazing game. Yep. Okay, going on to the next game. We got Colts at Houston uh versus the Texans. Um, if you know anything about the Colts, and if you are a friend of mine, I've heard it from you a thousand times so far this week. The Colts have not won a week one game in like eight years. I think that's what it was. Um that's crazy. The Colts have shit on the they shit on the Texans every both times last year. I don't see I can't see Colts losing this game. I'm not betting it. The line's at minus seven. Uh, I mean, I lean Colts like I'm picking the Colts minus seven, but I probably won't bet it. This is a game I don't like any of the spots anywhere. Like it's hard to lay a, a road team to lay eight points, seven and a half points on the road, especially mm-hmm. in the conference. Like. Uh, I think I saw somewhere recently that home team, home conference teams that are dogs, uh, home division teams, sorry, that are dogs cover like 69% of the time. Yeah. Um, you can't bet Colts one to 13 because they could easily blow the Texans out. And it'd be almost impossible to take the Texans at plus seven and a half and feel good about it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't feel good about any, any of these lines here. Um, I think it's properly priced. I think Vegas did their job well. Yep, I agree. I'll be looking to see if there's some Jonathan Taylor touchdown and wins, see what those odds come out to. But yeah, I'm not. Uh, his touchdown was at minus 240, so I'm not going to lay down 240 bucks for him to get a hundred dollars on his touchdown. But um, it's honestly crazy that there's 10 home underdogs this week. Yeah, week one, like, yeah, I feel like Vegas is going to make so much money off the public this week. I think so too. And I was looking at all the, the player props and unless you're an under better, like I think Vegas is going to just rip you apart. Like I'm, to be honest, I'm going to probably take it easy week one NFL. Like I'm sure I'll have some units out there, but 
um, which last year I, I hammered week one and did really well. But this year, last year, I felt like I was reading the board and it was like, this is easy. But this year, I don't feel that way. I had a pretty tough week one last year. I, I ended up doing well because I hit some sort of Hail Mary parlay. But mm-hmm. if you take that out, I think I would have lost money. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I need to. So I, I'll watch NFL film at least 40 to 50 hours this week. So to help me really kind of lock in on teams once I see how, how their game plans are going, mm-hmm. who's looking good, where and what, that kind of thing. Yep. Another uh, road on a road uh, favorite. We got the Ravens at the Jets. Uh, Ravens are seven point favorites here. Six uh, and a half on Fanduel. Oh, that could make a difference. I mean, that makes a huge difference. Um, Joe Flacco is a uh, quarterback for the Jets this week uh, with Wilson out. Uh, six and a half on Fanduel. That is that would change my mind. I was going to say I probably won't bet this um, unless it's. I mean, I know it's in one of our picks later in a parlay that we'll talk about, but um, at six and a half, that changes things. Yeah, I'm definitely laying six and a half here. Mm-hmm. I, right when I was looking it up and uh, I I put $118 on it at minus 118 to win 100. Nice. Uh, I don't see any way they don't win this game. Honestly, they'll probably blow them out. Yeah. I look for yeah. that rushing attack to have – 24 points by halftime at least yeah this is uh this is one of my options for a survivor pick which is i didn't pick this but it was one of them that i thought about um another road uh favorite we got the 49ers at the bears you got the bears at seven point underdogs at home for me i like i like the bears here i mean i I don't like that. That I should never say that. I don't like the Bears. I fading Trey Lance. Exactly. I want to see Trey Lance uh, do well um, before I start putting money on the 49ers, which I I think that he can, but I'm not going to. I'll probably make it official. I'll bet a unit probably here on the Bears to cover. Yeah, this is my second favorite spread play of the week behind the Ravens. Um, I, I definitely am taking the Bears plus seven. Nice. And with that, we are running out of time on our Zoom meeting, so we're just going to cut it out here and we'll jump right back in. Um, So don't go anywhere. All right, we're back. Um, Next game, we got the Steelers at the Bengals. Uh, Bengals are six and a half point favorites here. Um, Steelers have went ahead and said that they are starting Mitch Trubisky. Um, That changes things for me. the Steelers are a weird team where like their defense is great. Uh, I love some of their weapons on offense. Um, but the quarterback was a huge question mark here. Uh, Bengals at six and a half. What do you, what do you think here? Cause I'm like, I'm thinking I'm going to bet the Bengals, but I could be swayed not to. I know the Bengals very well inside and out. And mm-hmm. I also know how to bet the NFL now after years of doing this, mm-hmm. you don't bet teams to cover more than a touchdown. That's just, yeah. you just don't do it. You're going to lose money long-term. Um, there's very few that you're like, okay, this is one I'll do, like the Ravens, for instance. Um, but I, 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 there's no way I would lay the Bengals minus six and a half, seven here. If the Steelers get to seven, I'm definitely playing it. Um, I would play the Bengals to win between one and 13 over covering six and a half for sure. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense too. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I the defense is just too good. Yeah, that's a, 
you said the Steelers defense. Yeah, they're going to keep them in the game no matter what. Right. That's why I'm like, I don't see like the Bengals obviously have some offensive firepower, but I don't see them blowing out the Steelers whenever they got, you know, the defense. So and, and not to mention the the Bengals, even when they've been good the last few years, like they still have had their struggles versus the Steelers historically. Like, yeah, we've been, we went to Bengals games for 15, 20 years straight and they never beat the Steelers at home. Right. Like it didn't matter how good they were. Like those 2005, six, seven, eight teams that were had solid teams and were just as good, if not better, than the Steelers a few of those times. They still didn't win those games. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah, you convinced me I'll probably stay away from there. I might bet Bengals uh one to thirteen. Um next game we got the Browns at the Panthers. Uh I have it on DraftKings as even pick. Um so Panthers are plus one and a half on a lot of sites. Yeah, I in my pick 'em league, I had Panthers plus one and a half, and I bet the Panthers just because they're at home. And but I'm, we've kind of been on fade Baker Mayfield train all preseason. Um, interested to see how that that plays out. But what do you think here? <laughs> uh, well, I have the Browns unders, so it makes no sense for me to to back them because I'm right. Just, hurting my futures bets, I guess, if, if it does hit. Or ha- I guess you could say it hedging, but yeah, uh, you're also kind of guaranteeing yourself a loss somewhere pretty much Yeah, you do that throughout the season. But I'm also I, – I would back the Panthers here if they were like plus three, plus three and a half, but I'm not going to land pretty much even. I'm probably going to stay away from this game. Yeah, same with or me. I, I, DraftKings did a get-up 10 promo for every game. I don't know if everyone got that or just me. Did you get that? Oh, I did, yeah. Um, I, so I guess maybe I might play one of the two if I, if some more information comes out about injuries or yeah, whatever it may be, but yeah, I have no, no particular lean and or bets placed. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably staying away from that one too. Um, next game we have the Eagles at the lions, uh, Eagles come in as road favorites at four minus four. Um, I like the Eagles here um i wish it was minus three but i like the eagles here what's your thoughts it just feels like every game's a trap game that's how i am like literally like it was tempting just to be like week one i'm gonna take a pause like i'm just gonna see how things go but that's not how like i'm tempted to just bet 50 dollars on every dog and see how i do yeah and like just play that angle instead of actually like sitting here and trying to handicap something that has nothing to dig into yeah yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I'd play either one of these either. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like the Eagles this year. Um, I have them winning that division. I actually have them winning. I think I had them winning like 13 games, but we also kind of like the Lions. So it's like Yeah, and it's just it's just hard to back a road favorite, especially yeah. if they'd have to do it at four plus points. I mean, if you watch NFL football, you know that games are won and lost inside the last two minutes of each half. So yeah. I've had several games where I had 11 point leads with two minutes left and then they don't cover because they give up a garbage touchdown at the end. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how many road favorites there are this week. It made survivor hard to pick. It's making uh, spreads hard to pick. Um, that- I might just bet all the teams I think that are going to win to win between one and 13 and see how those do. Yeah. Because, because most of those are plus like 170 plus 175. So you only have to go like 35% to make money. Yeah. True um okay the next game we have another road favorite uh a team that uh, we got saints versus falcons uh saints are minus five and a half 
and we've kind of been riding the Saints train. We're big, we're big supporters of Jameis. I think that offense is going to be awesome. They got a solid defense at Atlanta, though. I feel like these games are always close. Um, oh. Yeah. So, what do you think here? Uh, so the Falcons have probably the worst roster, top to bottom, in the NFL. In I agree. Yeah. But I, I don't. I think I'd play them plus five and a half over the Saints to cover. I think I saw somewhere that ninety-four percent of public money is on the Saints, which just if you know anything about the public and how bad they are at betting NFL football, that's scary as hell. Yeah. So yeah. it makes me want to just wait until Sunday and hope they get bet up to six or seven. Yeah. True. Maybe try to, I don't know, steal one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm part of the public here where I'm like, I'm leaning Saints, but yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, Saints Falcons games are always a last second field goal. Like it's, that'd be dumb. Like, like I know, like if I bet it, I'd go in there all confident. Like, yeah, I remember Saints last year, week one, they went and shit on the uh, Packers. Like, that's like my thought. And yeah, then they that, go in and that game was crazy. Nobody had that happen. Yeah, they, I know. They get shut out, the Packers? Yeah, I think so. James Rogers got for, me like two fantasy points. Yeah, Jameis threw for five touchdowns, but only like 140 yards. I was looking at the stats the other day. But, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, I doubt. I don't and know. the Saints are being they're being real mum on Michael Thomas. Um, yeah, I, yeah. It seems like he's not going to play, but they're not ruling him out because they want the Falcons to game plan for him. Yeah, that's what I would do if I was a coach. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll see. I I just kind of want to ride the Saints all year. I kind of just want to be their like number one fan. So I might play them, but I, I, I think they're gonna have a very good year, but. They're not a team that's going to, like, wow you with covers, in my opinion. Like, they have a great defense, and I think they have enough on offense to get the job done. Yeah. Like, do we really think the Saints, without Sean Payton now, which he had a high-flying offense, do we really think they're just going to let Jameis go out there and sling it around? Like, mm -hmm. that was his downfall in the past. Yeah. I'm sure he made great plays, but he made a lot of mistakes, too. I think they're going to try to limit the mistakes and be more of a balanced offense with him. Yeah. Um, I hope not. I hope they let him sling it because I got him I know. passing yards. But same, I got we got bets on that. I just feel like more. I feel, I feel like the Saints are going to be a bad spread team as a favorite. Yeah. That's uh, next game is an interesting one for me, because um, I'm kind of we got Jags versus the Commanders. Jaguars versus Commanders, which. I think I'm higher on the Jaguars and the commanders than anybody else. I'm not going to say like, these are two good football teams. I'm just saying that I don't think that these teams are going to be as bad as they have in the past. Um, but you got the commanders are two and a half point favorites at home versus the Jags. Uh, I'm not sure which way to lean here. Like this was like flip a coin for me. So what do you think? Give me the commanders minus two and a half. Yeah. I think, I think they have a better defense. Um, I think, Carson Wentz sucks, don't get me wrong, but I think yeah. he's better. He's a better quarterback to lead right now than Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence still has so much to grow in. I, I do think Lawrence is going to be very successful, but mm -hmm. until he improves his decision making, he's not a not a guy I'm going to back in a league that's won or lost by turnovers, uh, which is crazy to say because Carson Wentz is the turnover king. But yeah. yeah, give me the Commanders at home here minus two and a half. That was that was my thoughts too. Just on these teams in general, like Carson Wentz. I'm a Colts fan, so I got to suffer through that last year. Had some good times, had some horrible times, but uh, he's better than what Washington has had. So I think that they're better now than they were last year. 
And then the Jags, they went out and spent so much money in free agency just to get like Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, just to get some weapons um, and then had every other draft pick in the NFL. So uh, I think that they're going to be a very improved team. But yeah, um, I'm I'm with you. I think commanders win this game at home. Let's not forget there were people in our circle last year that were clamoring for Wentz to be MVP on week 14. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably, I was probably <laughs> one of them. <laughs> and then he had the worst last worst two weeks. season for anybody. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Um, next, we have uh, the Dolphins versus the Patriots. Dolphins at home uh, at three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I lean Patriots here at three-and-a-half. That's a key number. Um, what's your thoughts? I'm not going to put too much thoughts into this. Uh, the Dolphins have so many new – they have a new coach, new offensive coordinator, uh, new number one receiver. Yep. Uh, they just – I think the Patriots are going to be more week one ready. I do think the Dolphins will have a better team by the end of the season. But mm-hmm. for now, if I'm getting the Patriots and Bill Belichick with plus three and a half, I'm taking that all day. Same. Yep. I will, I will probably bet a unit on this. Um, next game – we have the Packers at the Vikings, and you have another road favorite, but it's only a point and a half. So Vikings point and a half underdogs at home. I lean Vikings here. Uh, I think Vikings will win this game. I'm probably be tempted just to bet money line at plus a hundred. Ah, I don't know. I might take the juice just to get that point and a half. Uh, what do you um, think? I bet the Vikings at plus four about a month and a half ago. Wow. So. That's my pick for the game. If I was doing it now, I think I'd still pick the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would do one to 13 or something that's plus money to try to gain an edge. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to see the, how the Packers offense is going to mesh with all these new receivers and old receivers and Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins. Um, yeah. I, I believe in Rodgers and I believe in the running game. It's just – I just got to see it first. I think the Vikings are – they're with these guys for three years now with, with Jefferson, Cook, and Cousins all together. I think they're I think they're in a good team chemistry moment right now. Yeah. Rodgers has been, like, in the past, I don't know, X amount of years, he's been my favorite player to watch in the NFL. I'm not saying he's my favorite player, but just as far as entertainment value, I just like watching him play football. So I hope they figure it out. I hope his offense is still good, even without Devontae Adams, so. He's like um, one of those guys where you'll be sad when he retires just because he's good for the game. And like, yeah, always anytime he plays, no matter who he plays, it's like, oh, we're out for this game. Right. And then, uh, but then with that, Vikings are too. Um, big Justin Jefferson guy. I've always loved Adam Thielen, huge Kirk Cousins guy, uh, and Dalvin Cook. Like, this, I'm excited to watch this game. Uh, and if the Vikings don't, I have the Vikings to win that division. If they don't win week one at home against the Packers, they're not winning the division. True. Yeah. You need that first win man that's a that's a tough hole to get out of even though you're only owing one you're only one of the division only one of the conference yeah this uh the next game was kind of a head scratcher for me um we got the giants at the titans titans are minus five and a half which as we said in the nfl five and a half is a lot of points but we're very low on the giants and i'm very low on the titans but i don't there's no way titans don't win by a touchdown in my thoughts here I'll probably bet a unit on a Titans five and a half minus five and a half. I also picked Titans as my um, uh, survivor pick. 
Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna touch the spread here. I'm just gonna take the Giants team total under. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame I you. Sugarcoat it here. Let's just fade them until they prove me wrong. The real slap to the face would be whenever I bet the Titans to cover and Titans win by one point. So they still get a win and I lose my bet. That's what's gonna piss me off. But um, you're alive in survivor pool. True. That's true. Survive in advance. <laughs> uh next game will be an awesome game um we've got the raiders versus the chargers uh chargers are at home and chargers are three and a half point favorites um i lean the chargers here but i probably won't bet it um three and a half is kind of a key number there a field goal you lose that bet if chargers score last second field goal what do you think yeah i'm just back to reiterating on the win margins i'm gonna bet probably a win margin for every single game this year and see how I do at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think I told you guys the other, the other day, I did 79 of them last year and won like 54 of them. So I think there's just way more value in those than picking teams to cover or picking money lines, because how often does a team win by 14 plus in the NFL? It doesn't seem like that often, especially in a short line like this, the chargers are known for shooting themselves in the foot, getting dumb penalties on plays that are touchdowns and just stupid mm-hmm. shit. They do more than any other team, at least they did last year. So that's where I would lean. I would lean Chargers to win between one and thirteen. Yeah, this is a division like we we I mean everyone likes every team in this division. Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos—they're all good. I'm probably I'm gonna pick uh, the home team to win every single one. But bold, bold prediction from me: Chiefs get fourth in that division. Wow! You can actually I, bet it on DraftKings. It's like plus thirty-five hundred. To do like the uh, exact orders or whatever. Yeah, I threw five bucks on one of them. We had a, we had Raiders. Um, I remember in our preseason uh, podcast, we picked Raiders at plus six hundred to win the division, and I wasn't me thinking that they would. I'm just saying I think they all have an equal chance, and so yeah, I'm right. just going to take the odds. And so. that's what getting value is. If you think they're like you, you might not necessarily think the Raiders are going to win the division, but if you think that they have a one in three shot and you get them a plus 600 that's gaining value yeah if that makes sense to anyone listening yeah um the next game will also be a, a really entertaining game we got the chiefs at the cardinals and the chiefs on the road are six point favorites this is the one to me that when i was going through these lines that stuck out the most to me i i was really surprised i mean i thought chiefs would be favorites but i thought they'd be two and a half three-point favorites so see cardinals plus six i'm probably gonna bet cardinals here um what do you think cardinals plus six and money line yeah i think so too money lines plus 200 i mean just back to same chiefs are in the kind of the same boat as the packers like they had so many losses and didn't get better at any of those positions yeah like they replaced tyree kill with juju that's a downgrade yeah huge i mean yeah and they're downgrade. giving up points any they lost tyron matthew and replaced him with who Right. Like those are some of the better players on a team that already kind of struggled with their opponents like all last season. Yeah. So yeah, give me the Cardinals here. I don't care if they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, this was my this was my favorite uh spread that I saw uh for the for week one. Uh, I love the Cardinals plus six. Um, another great game. Uh we have the Buccaneers at the Cowboys. Buccaneers on the road are two and a half point favorites um we're big on the bucks uh so i definitely lean buccaneers to win by a field goal two and a half here 
Um, I'll probably bet it. It's a Sunday night football game. Uh, I'm not saying I'm super confident in it, but I, I do think I will bet it just because it'll be something to watch. Yeah, I, I would lean that way as well. Um, I don't have a pick for this yet. I'm going, I'm, I'm sure we'll release it on Sunday morning um, on Instagram, but yeah, we're going to have, I'm going to have money on this game one way or another. So mm-hmm. um, I would lean bucks on the spread. Nice. Um, last game, the Monday night game should be an interesting one as Russell Wilson returns to Seattle first week uh, of, of the NFL. So we got the Broncos at the Seahawks and Broncos, another road dog, a road favorite at six and a half. Uh, I lean, I actually lean Seattle here. I mean, I prefer it at seven. I think it was originally at seven. Now it's at six and a half. I don't know if I'll bet this one. Open at minus four and a half. Oh, it did? Yeah. It's, this is a weird line because the Denver spread has received 96% of the money. Wow. But like, it's not really, after it went from minus four and a half to minus six and a half, it hasn't gone up. It's like. It's like they don't want to put it at seven because they know once they put it at seven, all the sharps are going to come in and get the Seahawks at plus seven. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't, this line movement is bizarre to me. I've, I'm taking the Seahawks here, but I don't know why it's not at plus eight if that is 96% of the money. Yeah. I might wait on this one because I don't think it's going to go the other way. I might wait until Monday and see if the line shifts at all. That or but, Vegas is really confident that the Seahawks will cover because so what Vegas tries to do is they try to get money wagered on both sides. Mm-hmm. That way they have no risk. So for instance, if they have $10,000 on the Seahawks and $10,000 on the Broncos, it doesn't matter who wins because they're winning off the juice. The juice. Yep. So they would make their whatever 1,000 bucks off. Yeah. Whatever the odds are. Um, that's why I just think it's weird that they haven't moved the lineup even more to get people to bet on the Seahawks because if the Broncos cover here six and a half, Vegas is going to lose their ass. Right. So there's either some really well-respected bettors that are betting on the Seahawks or Vegas is very confident that the Seahawks will cover. Um, it's very, very interesting here, but that's, I'm actually really excited for that game. Russell Wilson's return to Seattle week one. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Excited to see, uh, G- is Gino the starter there? Yeah, Gino Smith. I got DK on my fantasy team, so I'm hoping they got a good connection. So, yeah, Gino put it on me hard last year, week five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that concludes our NFL week one slate. I hope anyone that's listening is as hesitant with these lines as we are. <laughs> a lot of trap games. I just don't want anyone to make a mistake or be way too overconfident on a team that they haven't seen play yet. Yeah. Just, I would just say be smart week one. Yeah. And we, I mean, we have, uh, we have some parlay plays. You want to go over those? Or yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, some parlay plays for the NFL. We did a, a money line parlay for the NFL as well. Um, I have the Titans, which I talked about that earlier. I just don't see them losing at home to the Giants. Um, Nick took the Bengals at home against the Steelers. Uh, we like the Bengals there too. Uh, probably won't bet the spread, but we do like the Bengals to win. Um, think it'll be a closer game than other people think. Uh, Spencer took the Broncos on the road, like we just talked about at Seattle at minus 275, and Austin uh, took Baltimore took the Ravens at the Jets at minus 320. So 
these how fun how fun are NFL money line parlays? Right. <laughs> so we got a uh, one, two, two road or we got two uh, two away teams, two home teams. I, I feel like it's not like college football where if you take them like chances are the games usually decided like halfway through the third quarter. NFL, it's like all four of these games we're gonna be on edge like right. the last five minutes of the game. Yep. For sure. Um, and then we like to do a touchdown parlay in the NFL. Um, I mean, you're going to get some of the same names every week, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and we, we do pretty well at these actually. Um, so Nick, he picked Austin Eckler, uh, minus 135. Um, I took Christian McCaffrey. Welcome back to the NFL. Christian McCaffrey at minus 120. I like, I, I really took him because I thought those odds were great. Minus 120. To I just hope he gets it before he gets hurt. True. I know some of these, I was like, some of my picks, I'm like, well, we got to bet these guys before they're hurt. <laughs> Last uh, year we, we had so much money on um, Raheem Mostert. Like we had him to get a touchdown in yards. And yeah. He, I think he had, did he even have, he had one carry for like zero yards and didn't play again the rest of the season. Brutal. That's why I had a bad week one. I had so much money wrapped up in Raheem Mostert last year. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, you got some of that back with, uh, What's his name? Jeff, Jeff Wilson. Wilson. Oh, he's been <laughs> two years ago when I hit that bet on Caesars. Yeah, uh, it's like him, and I don't know. It was like plus eighteen hundred. I had a hundred bucks on it. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been my guy for sure. Yep. Um. Then the touchdown parlay. Spencer took Alvin Kamara at minus one twenty five, which I like that as well. And then you took another guy that we got a bet before they get hurt, and Derrick Henry at minus one seventy. Yeah, he got hurt one time. I know. I'm just kidding. Because so we got Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and Austin Eckler as our total. What, what are the odds on that? Uh, I actually did not put that together, so I'm not sure. I haven't done it yet either. I would guess actually, like probably plus 400, plus 500. No, nah. they're all like they're all like minus 170, minus 250. All right, you keep talking, and I'll make it. All right. Um. Okay. So for our spread. We all picked a different spread. Um, Austin has the Bears against the 49ers plus seven, which we like. Uh, I did pick the Saints minus five and a half. Austin might have talked me off the ledge here. I'll stick with it for the podcast, but we'll post on it if I change my mind. Um, Nick took the Ravens uh, uh, at the Jets minus seven. And Spencer took... Did he take anybody? (laughs) I don't believe he did. I uh, We don't have a pick from Spencer. He's actually out in Colorado right now. Um, oh, wow. You were right. It's plus 660. Yeah. Plus 660 for that touchdown parlay. So, Henry. I didn't realize they were – McCaffrey was minus 125. Kamara's minus 140. Yeah. Wow. I like it. Yeah, I like that a lot too. Um, so, our, our spread parlay, check out on Instagram. We'll finish that up when Spencer's uh, not busy. He's out in Colorado um, for a work thing. Um, let's see. For a player. Pro- What's that? I was just going to say, be sure to check out our Instagram. We'll post yeah. our pregame picks, maybe some live picks. We'll be, we'll be all over it. And then uh, a player prop that we like for a parlay. Um, Austin took Keenan Allen over five and a half receptions. I love that. Minus 130. Um, I took Leonard Fournette over four and a half receptions at minus 155. That seems like a lot for running back, but I was looking and he did that six out of the last seven weeks. Um, 
And Nick took JT, Jonathan Taylor, his longest rush over 18 and a half yards at minus 120. That's a long run, but uh, JT usually does kind of dominate the Texans. Um, I think I saw where he's gotten he, – he averages like 115, 120 yards against the Texans. Um, Spencer, we don't have a pick from him yet, so look on Instagram. We'll have that up probably tomorrow. Um, Check it out. Yep. And then for a teaser pick, which I think we do have a pick for everybody here, uh, so where you can take seven points, um, do a seven-point tease, add it to your spread or add it to your uh, over-under. Um, Nick took the Lions plus 11 against the, the Eagles, which we we talked about that. We do like the Lions this year. Um, we like the Eagles too, but we think that'll be a close game. I took the Cardinals plus 13. I don't see it. I mean, yeah, Chiefs have some firepower, so they can score some points, but I loved the Cardinals at plus six as it is. Give me plus 13, no doubt. Um, Austin took the Pats plus 10.5, which we like the Pats plus 3.5 um, against the Dolphins. And then Spencer... He did a teaser for the Titans Giants under 43 and a half, which we talked about how we were going to bet the Giants under anyway. And I'm I'm a non-believer in the Titans as a team. So I like that too. Minus 250. So, so you would be getting the you would be getting the Titans and Giants at 50. Yeah. With the seven point T's. Yep. Yeah, that's that's hitting for sure. Yep. Um Let's see. Well, we got some uh, we got some unfinished parlays. <laughs> it's kind of a makeshift thing, but we'll get them on Instagram. You'll see them. Um, go ahead and place these. They're a lot of fun. If you got if you have some things that you like, make sure you reach out to us. Let us know. We like hearing from you guys. Um, a lot of times we kind of as a sports better, uh, we kind of get locked into doing the same things over and over, which is good if you're winning money. Usually that is good to us, but it's good to have some uh, fresh opinions and fresh thoughts on some different bets and gives us some ideas on how we can handicap. So um, thanks for listening. Hope, hopefully this uh, was um, informative for you and hope you guys enjoyed your time listening to our podcast. Um, check us out on Instagram, check us out on TikTok. Got anything else to add? Don't forget our points bet promo. If you sign up with our exclusive link, this can be found on Instagram uh, in several places. If you're on our profile, you'll find it. Yeah. Um, use our code bet bomb. That's B E T B A U M. You'll get a deposit match of up to $2,000. Uh, and then we get a kickback on it as well. It's we've had a couple people do it so far and they've, they've loved it and we love it. And yeah. Yeah. Just, seriously. Like I know, like you guys probably listen to a lot of podcasts where they're plugging some stuff, but a hundred percent match deposit and a free bet. Like, that's that's awesome. If you have two thousand dollars, you can literally get a two thousand. You can get two thousand dollar free bet. You can split it up into four five hundred dollar bets. Uh, that's that's some serious money to play around with. So um, check out. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's good to just have multiple books. Like you don't know if you can find the better line on somewhere. Bet it on that site. Yep. You're only you're just costing your money if you're just only betting on the same site. Yeah, if you're like us, you can you have certain things you like to bet on DraftKings, certain things you like to bet on FanDuel, certain things you like to bet on points bet. It's good to have, kind of diversify your uh, your assets. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a great point because the, those win margins that I referenced 10 times a day, they're only on FanDuel right now. Points yeah. bet have them for college football, but they don't have them for – they have like 1 to 6 and 7 to 13. So right. Um, if I didn't have FanDuel or DraftKings for the NFL, I'd lose my mind because – 
those are probably my two favorite NFL books. And then DraftKings and PointsBet are my favorite college football. Uh, PointsBet and FanDuel are my favorite for NBA. Uh, they all, like, like Ben said, they're all good for their own different things, different promos, different whatever it may be, different lines, different offerings. Like today on Barstool Sports, I was betting Euro basketball player props. Only Barstool Sports had that. Like FanDuel and DraftKings wow. just like normal lines. Yeah, yeah. Like you can bet Nikola Jokic points and rebounds today. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're looking for another book, that's a great deal. Uh, our, our code's way better than anything you'll find online. So up to $2,000 match deposit uh, with a free bet on uh, points bet. You got to go to our Go to our Instagram. We have a link there. Use that link and then use BetBomb, B-E-T-B-A-U-M as your code. Join. Let's have some fun. Thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Let's get this money. Woo!